is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Media Mash, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Steve Dennis. The current state of the Dallas Cowboys. Man, that's a heavy sentence right there. Uh, this is Media Mash, the final one of the season. So glad you're with us for it, all of you out there across Cowboys Nation. Uh, we are gathered here today. Chill loves when I say that. To bury the season. <laughs> bury the season. Don't I don't, I don't think we're going to bury the team, but I can't speak for these guys. We're going we're gonna to possibly discuss burying parts of the team, but we're going to bury the season. That That is our mission here. And before I introduce, you, you guys always tease me. I want to get a shot of this right here on this camera. This is my notepad. There, that is completely blank. Jory and Slater love to make fun of me for all of my preparation, and I've done none. Why? This is an hour free-for-all. Where we just go wherever you guys want to go. Is this your way of saying that the Cowboys weren't prepared on Sunday? <laughs> well, it, it, Steve's it, like, they weren't prepared. Why should preparing. I prepare? <laughs> By gosh. Uh, we got matches right here. This is John Mashota from The Athletic, About Them Boys podcast. We got Rob Phillips over here on all Cowboys platforms. He goes into his fine off-season work <laughs> now, which uh, it never ends, does it, Rob? Ever. Never, ever. never, never, never ends. That's good. It's fun. And this is the uh, longest tenured beat man uh, in Dallas-Fort Worth over here, our good buddy Clarence E. Hill Jr. of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. That means I'm old and not seeing any wins. It means oh, you're, you're battle-tested. You know, I want to start with this, if you guys don't mind. And again, this is a free-for-all. We can go wherever you want to go. I don't care. Now, I'm not real big into talking, what, what free agents are they going to uh, – I mean, I feel like fans right now, I don't give a bleep about that right now. I mean, if I were Jerry, I would disappear on a yacht for a month. <laughs> I would drink. I would. I, I would, disagree. I would have the greatest time of my life and not even think about a damn thing. I think I, Chris I just co-signed that with no, the drop. I, I disagree, and I think it starts with his radio interview tomorrow. He needs to come out angry. He can't be selling the positivity, the glass half full. He needs to come out and show the fan base that he's angry by this result. It can't be he's had time to think about it. There's no in between. He 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 needs to sound like he's angry about this thing. Because I know sure he, he is will. angry. Yeah. But I don't and I don't think I don't necessarily think he will either. I know he is angry. All right, let me start there because I, I wasn't there, you guys were around Jerry. All the years that I was around Jerry, uh, I enjoyed it. You could always look into his eyes and and figure things out. Uh, let's start there. Jer- Jerry, after the game immediately, with you guys gathered around, what did you see in his eyes? A sick man. A man that was very sick. Yeah, I mean, he, he said he was shocked. He didn't see this coming. He thought this team was built to win, win now. Uh, he, you know, obviously disappointed he's ever been in a long time. You know, we've heard that before. But, you know, he, he made – no bones about it that the Cowboys didn't show up, that it was outplayed, that he was very disappointed in how the season ended. There was no question about that. He 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 was deliberate. He was purposeful in his words. I'm surprised he didn't I don't know, intermittently, every four minutes, just projectile vomit a little bit. Just <laughs> You he might have. Well, this is the <laughs> that after the game that was the earliest that he's ever talked to us. Yeah, he, Generally, he there's came like out quick. yeah, there's he, usually a lot more time in between. So it was clearly he wanted to discuss it and get it over or with. Clearly, he got out the locker room quick. Right. Well, what he, happened. he came out. He came out quick, and he said it was going to be quick. And yeah, he, but he, ended up he staying, says that all the time. But my point is, <laughs> I, I don't know. He, he said it was going to be quick, and it was it was about ten minutes. Yeah, about but he, how it normally is. But he came but, out the locker room quicker than than past a game. Yeah, and Mike so, said so. And, he didn't spend much time with talking to the team. Or he he didn't want to do none of that 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 walking around and and commiserating with the coach after the game. And Mike said it was brief when yeah. he when he got up there a few minutes later. He was I would say yes. He was very measured in what he said, but you could tell, like Clarence said, he was shocked. I mean, I think not just that they lost, but how they lost. And how they lost is why fans are so pissed off right now. And he also, it's a realization of that, you know, he knew that this was a talented roster and that you know that it's not like you just bring it back the next year. 
You're not just, oh, we'll run it back next year. We can we can deal with this. Like he knows that it's not going to be the same. He's going to lose coaching staff members. Yeah. He's going to lose tons of players. Like this was your shot. So it's it's more than just any other. Well, this is the end of the year. It sucks that it's ending. There was more behind that. Yeah. Let, let me start with this real quick, Clarence, and and see what you guys think. I um, I think there is a major disconnect right now, uh, and, and it makes sense. There's no team like the Cowboys across the league. Just period. Because those of us who have been here a long time covering year after year after year, and you fans who have been there year after year after year, you have a totally different feeling right now than the current team does. So Mike McCarthy, you can't blame him. He comes out uh, yesterday and does his 46 minutes, and his whole point is he feels like he's just getting started. This is year three for him coming up. And that's the proper attitude. You have to stay in the present and and deal with what's next Dak, same thing. Uh, oh, I'm going to get better from this. I'm going to. Uh, this is going to motivate me. Blah blah blah. Okay, hold up, real quick. Hold on, let me finish my point. The point is, those of us in the media and you fans that have been through all of this, totally different feeling than the current team. Dak, we heard all that for ten years. His name was Tony Romo. Now we've heard it from you for six years. Uh, Coach McCarthy, we heard that from Garrett for a decade. We heard it from Wade Phillips. We've heard it. It's blah, blah, blah. And that's the disconnect. What amazes me about Jerry, Jerry and Steven and the organization, Will McClay, etc., they feel like we do. It's the same thing over and over and over again, but they have to stay in the present and build the team accordingly. So there's a disconnect there. Yeah, that's fine, but you didn't take over an expansion team. Uh, you don't just erase, like, you didn't get brand new players two years ago when you took over as head coach. There were, the pieces were there. You were being hired to do the next thing. You know, he met, he mentioned yesterday that about that's the starting point is the playoffs. Well, yeah, you got to that point, but, like, you can't sit there and then all of a sudden act like, well, this is only year two. It's not year two. So many of the key pieces have been here for several years. So I understand what you're saying from, like, maybe a Micah Parsons standpoint and Trayvon Diggs, but, like, Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, like, they've been through all this. This isn't starting at line one. You have something to build off of. So I, I don't like the, that that notion of just like, well, this is only year two. I, I think the difference, though, is he he's factoring in the COVID stuff from last year. Two years ago. Yeah, I'm factoring in that too, and that shouldn't have been used as an excuse. Well, I'm just saying that's his that's his opinion is that that trying to lay his program down and his foundation, it was a mess with COVID. And for but was first it a year, mess for before year, he took over? Was it a mess before he took over? No, was he taking over a mess? Was he taking over the ten, the Texans? No, he was taking over a team that missed the playoffs, but was probably good enough to make the playoffs right. that year in and, 2019. And, and nothing that's happened since is any different than what was happening before. Think, Not even close. I think the worst thing he said yesterday. Well, they were nervous. <laughs> and then he retracted it. He tried to retract it. Yeah. Then he said angst. Same thing. Yeah. But he said they were nervous. And he told them they were nervous during the pregame prayer. And you just put that opposite of the 49ers coming out with a boombox. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything to me. You could have, they could have walked out with a boombox. No, that that's not, mean, that's point, not real. That's well, not real. Okay, my point is they were yeah. loose. And ready okay. to go. They could have came the out with Cal- a boombox too. That that's fine, matter. but they didn't. So why they do you were hate nervous? that comment? They never have. That was, do you hate that comment season. because you agree with them? They were nervous and that bothered well, oh, Yeah, look they, at the way they played. Look Absolutely. Well, they started the game, but the bottom line is, if you noticed this, then you should have shook up the room. See, I blame McCarthy. For that's that a good comment. point. That's a good point. What would you, what would he, he, what, 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 but what could you see him doing? Because that's not his personality. I know, but if you if you felt your team was nervous, do one, something about yeah. it. Do, yeah. before the game. Well, he, that's him passing it off to the players. You hey, know, I know how to win. I won a Super Bowl. But these guys were nervous. Yeah, but this man. is on your ledger too. <laughs> they were nervous, and you did nothing. You just let yeah. them walk out there. Clarence wanted to be like look next to somebody next to him and be like, uh, guys. <laughs> Uh, go, go get go get the sledgehammer and the watermelons. Go yeah. go Sunday, go to Walmart. Go, go, go across the street. Austin Bowers <laughs> mojo moment. Mo- something. Dude, I mean, you yeah. did all this stuff yeah. in the preseason. All these motivational tactics. Your team is nervous, and you got nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> well, nothing. And then he said after the game that they settled in at halftime. You're just like, oh, geez. all right. Let, let's get broad that's, here. That's a problem. Because we spent last week. We played a little game called What Are We Gonna Get. Remember? Yeah. What are we going to get? What are we going to get from the team? What are we going to get from Dak? What are we going to get Zero from line. the running game? What are we going to get? We went down the line. You know what he we made got? His kicks. You know what we got? What did you just say? We got nothing from all of them. That is the most amazing thing 
I have ever witnessed. We did not get special from anybody. That is amazing. Anybody. Right, right. They didn't play their best football uh, in the biggest moments. They hadn't done it all year against good teams. They get to the playoffs, and they don't play their best game. We can talk about what San Francisco did all we want to, but the bottom line is the Cowboys did not play their best game. See, that's the thing. Like, there's part of me. And that's that, what you should be regretting. There's part of me that thinks like. Well, you don't know what to do with it going forward. There's there's part of me that thinks we should have seen this coming because three weeks ago the same thing happened against a playoff team at home. But it's the playoffs. And you earned the opportunity to go do something I, I, special. And, and that's why. My, my, and, and 14 penalties ties a playoff problem, record in the NFL. And, and, and I, I so, guess, yes, it's fr- very frustrating. I guess my problem is not it's, – it's, and people act like, well, they don't play well against a good team because it's something the other team is doing. This is not about what the other team was doing. Yeah. This is about them. I they agree. don't know I how agree. to win. They don't know how to show up when it matters most. It's not about you know them playing the Denver blueprint or them playing whatever. It's about the Cowboys not matching the moment. That's what Jared said. Showtime. He said that after the game. It was showtime. They didn't show. No, the first the first drive. I was like, well, I didn't say it was over, but you're like, uh oh, because because one team looked like a team that had been to the Super Bowl two years ago, and this was nothing to them, right? You know, and the other team was nervous well, and, and is a young and, team, but has a lot of players, and, key and, players and, that have been and, to the playoffs, and, and that's my so, problem from the opening kick. You, you you win the toss, your offense is the best part of your team. Set the tone. Well, we said that last week. Yeah. Set the tone with yeah. your offense. Yeah. Don't play defense. Don't lay up and play defense. Set the tone. Your offense is the best part of your team. Go out there and put it on them. And let me also add into that. That's not just the Cowboys thing this week. This past weekend. That was every team that won that was at home. They're the only ones that didn't. And every one of those other home teams, not only did they win the game, four of them were leading after the first quarter. The, yeah. the Chiefs and, and, and Steelers were tied at 0-0. All of those five were leading at halftime. There was no doubt they were the better team. They were winning. Well, like They dominated those games. And that's the whole point. See, when you hear McCarthy, this is part of the disconnect I'm talking about. When he says, oh, this is the nature of it, 31 teams are going to be disappointed. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. That, yeah, hold hold yeah. on a minute, Cowboy. Uh, the Eagles and you were not the same. Right. The Eagles got run on the road by a much better football team. Yep. Uh, the Cardinals got run by a much better football team. Uh, you were the number one offense in the league, uh, number one scoring point team in the league. You're at home. You are different than those other teams in this postseason. What you did, sir, your entire team didn't show up. Now, and this is everybody. And that's supposed to be what he was going to bring, this that is, he's been through this. This that he is was have the Kellen Moore, who's getting interviewed, didn't show up. Sorry, Kellen. Now, the possession where they were down 13 to nothing, and the defense was tired, and they had eight yards in two possessions, that play-calling possession to make it 13-7, to I thought was genius. I thought Kellen saved the game right there. He went Zeke for five, Zeke for five, Pollard for eight, Pollard for three, and I went, oh, thank you, Kellen. Give your defense a break. Almost half their runs by the running backs came on that single drive. And that was Kellen at his best, and they got a touchdown there. Now it's 13-7. to Now you're in the game, and Kellen completely disappeared from there. Might as well have been us calling the plays. Completely disappeared. Dan Quinn. We counted on him. Dan Quinn didn't show up. That's not true. Well, yeah, what did he do? Not true. That's what not did true. he do? That defense kept them in the game. That game could have easily been 30 to nothing. Okay? You, that they, defense they ran kept for 100 in. and how many yards? It 80? doesn't matter. At the end of the game, the defense got the ball back to them twice. Right. And they put the ball and in the hands of the offense. 20? The number one scoring offense yeah. in the league, the number $40 million quarterback, gave it back to them twice in the fourth they quarter. They settled into the game nicely. Okay, but so it was, say, a, it was but a little say, late. But this, no, it wasn't, it, no, it wasn't, it wasn't right. too late. What, 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 Thursday, it wasn't too late. It didn't have to be. It, it wasn't too yeah. late. So to say he didn't show up is wrong. Thursday, That's not true. Thursday edition of Media Mash last week, if you were told that the Cowboys give up 23 points and they just need 24 points at home with what their offense is capable of. Not what we've seen consistently. Okay. But it's a fair w- question. Would you take it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Especially if you tell me that on the final you have a chance to win the game and they're not going to have Nick Bosa or Fred Warner. I'm absolutely taking it. Well, one, so one the, other so thing. The pass though, rush back, got better But also Bosa left. on the Dan Quinn thing, and I'm a huge Dan Quinn fan, and I think me that too. he's going to be a major yeah. loss. But I also say it wasn't his defense. It was Jimmy Garoppolo. Because you pointed that touchdown and you said that how like Callen's got him back in it. If Jimmy Garoppolo is even decent, 
the very first play in the next series, Brandon Ayuk is running wide open. That yeah. should have been seven. Should've he underthrows it. Yeah. He underthrows it. So they still get three. But just think about the psyche of what that would have been like in that right. building where it's the literally the first play. There was another play later in the game where Brandon Ayuk hit, hit Trayvon Diggs on a double move. Should have been a big play. Horrible ball. There, Jimmy Garoppolo had it. I mean, the, the interception to Anthony Brown. Like, there was just like, Jimmy Garoppolo's not good. No. He gave you every opportunity to get back into that game. And back to Quinn, and what did he do? Garoppolo was ready to choke that game away. Did anybody take him to the ground the entire that's, that's, game? That's Quinn? That's your defensive well, line. Who else is yeah. it? It's You're, your defensive that's, that's coordinator. Players, that's players have to step up. Figure out how to get to the damn quarterback. Players have to step up. You got There's Randy too much talent Gregory, there. You got DeMarcus Lawrence. You got Michael Parsons. They didn't get to the quarterback. Well, they were, they were jumping off once. sides every two okay, minutes. Okay, then that's Quinn. <laughs> that's on the players. That, that, that's in, that, that is probably the most thing you talk about when we, we do this the week before. If you would have told me between Neville Gallimore, Randy Gregory, Micah Parsons, DeMarcus Lawrence, they wouldn't get one sack and only between all four get two quarterback hits, I, there's no way I would have ever that, believed it. That, and that's one of the biggest reasons why it, somebody could talk me into two weeks ago, this team could go to the Super Bowl. Absolutely, Be, me Because too. of the D-line pressure, more, more so than the offense, that you could win a grind-out game yep. somewhere cold, nasty, because of your D-line that's healthy. That's the other frustrating thing for Jerry, I'm sure, and everybody else. Never got anything. We kept being... Being told and it was accurate how all, they're healthy while everybody else is Listen, decimated or banged up. And they it's just sat, crazy. And, and they yep. sacked Dak without Bosa. Five, crazy. five sacks. They lose Your Bosa. Your guy, Omenahue. Omenahue, right. <laughs> hey, he played great. Had six pressures of one and a half. I mean, he had a great game. Game record. Charles Omenahue, game record. What does that say about your offensive line? All right, we're, we're going to bounce around like crazy in this hour, <laughs> which is okay. But since you just brought up Dak, I think you brought in Dak, brought up Dak because he got sacked. See, I, I will say this until I'm, I'm dead. And, and I used to play the same game with Romo. All right, D- Dak has now entered uh, firm Romo territory. Okay, mm. he, he is now where Romo was in 2011 which is six seasons in, and Romo chokes away week 17 and 11, 12 and 13. Now, 13 wasn't him. It was the backup Orton uh, when Romo was heroic against Washington. But anyway, uh, that is when you're going, hey, Tony's wrong. Sorry, guys like me were on every microphone I could be on saying that Tony's just not the guy. Is Tony elite? Tony's not the guy. Now, he's flashy as hell. He's going to put up tons of yards, but when it matters most, Tony's not going to do it. Here we are with Dak. I'm sorry, but you can say whatever you want. I know you're going to throw a bunch of excuses at me here, Chill. I'm not. I said you get the ball to your quarterback. $40 million quarterback. Listen. Win the game. There is two (laughs) minutes and 42 seconds to go in the game, and they need a touchdown from the 16-yard line. Hey, dude. Go do it. Hey, Steve, to your point, though, and just imagine, like, if you just gave us that scenario last week and you just said it, like, this is the way it's going to be, I'd be like, I like their chances. They're at home and all that. And I can't even imagine you thinking they're not going to score. When you say that, you have the two-minute warning, all three timeouts, all three timeouts. and we're going to take Bosa off the field and Warner. I would be like, yeah, there's yes. no question. And even to be honest with you, and then if you add in there that you're going to start the drive by banging a 37-yard game or 38 yards to Jones Schultz, I'd be like, oh, year. yeah, they're scoring. That's right. when the game Money. was to win. That hey, hey, and line. that's when the game was to win, and that's why I think they kind of like that we keep asking questions about ball spotting because it camouflages that the away. real issue. That yeah. was a panic possession yeah. after the and, catch and, and by Schultz. And that's what I, you know, when I wrote – Everybody keeps talking about the the run. The game was decided to, to drive before. Same thing. That, that game was decided. Absolutely. And, and I just don't get fortunately, even you you know certainly uh, Lamb dropped the pass, whatever else. It just all that stuff after the catch, you get the big play. It was just nothing. They panicked. And and on fourth and eleven, why are you throwing deep? Why why is there not a fourth and eleven first down in the book? Mm-hmm. Well, because they came on a zero coverage blitz, and so I think that that kind of surprised them. Why think, would that surprise them? I don't know, but it, just the way he rolled out of the pocket, it looked like he wasn't and, ready and for that to happen. That's all you got is yeah. like goodness gracious, and then and 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 I mentioned Arizona. The playbook. I mentioned Arizona, yeah. and it's the same thing three weeks ago, where we're talking about how they didn't call the fumble recovery, 
And we're not talking about how they had seven points deep into the third quarter. Well, and, and that's why you lose. It's not. It, and, and I'm glad Mike came out and at least talked about, said officials don't lose games for us. Oh, whatever. Because, no, I'm saying because. He, because he, he said that after yeah, I that's asked a, that's him That's a two-day later apology it, it from Daft, too. after like, I questioned the fact that they're blaming officials and not themselves. No, and, right. and not showing it any It was a leading question. It was yes, a leading question. He, after that, because after the, the players' attitude came from the head coach. Well, we're blaming officials. Well, no, that's where yeah. I was going. After every law. That's where I'm going because I'm glad you asked it because that's been the vibe every time they lose a big game. It came from and the head coach. So for him to say the officials, true. for him to say the officials don't lose game, it's too late. You you put that narrative out there. You put it in their head. It came from you. Also, right? hey, by the way, you mentioned Arizona. Now that we've seen more answers to that test, do we even know that they were good? The literally, you look at the back stretch of their all. They, the only win they have is that Cowboys game. They weren't the same team late. At, you know, no. like, as, they, as they were early. So uh, to your point, yeah. yeah that's I'm saying, like, if you look team. at their schedule, their last six games, there's only one win there. And and let's not act like they didn't get blown off the map when they got in the playoffs. Like that was not even a good team. We think it's a good team because they beat the Cowboys. That wasn't even really a good team the no, way they were playing down the back. Playing terrible down the stretch. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, it, there, there's so many places we're gonna go. Uh, let Let's get more specific. With I said we're gonna bury the season and not the team. Uh, but there are some things we have to dive into uh, looking forward. Uh, speaking of comments by McCarthy yesterday, I mean, this nonsense that, yeah, yeah, we're going to make it our focus, these penalties for next year. What? <laughs> what? That is such a garbage comment. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're going to, it's going to be our number one focus. We're going to make sure that we don't. Com- when a head coach says that, I mean, that, talk about projectile vomiting. Really? So all next year is going to be about making sure there's no penalties. Forget everything else. Oh, the Cowboys only had three penalties today. They got beat by 32, but they only had three. That, that He should have just squelched that. I, I mean, but. He said on the radio this morning that needs to get needs to come down two per game. They need oh. to get it down two per game. Look, look. This, 14 <laughs> this, team, this team was known two per game? for the most The average points. has to come down. So, they have to reduce it at least two per game. It needs to be less than 12. It needs to be less than 12. Right. This team yeah. was known for the most points in the league, the best offense in the league, the most takeaways in the league, and now what we remember from the biggest game of the year is that one over here, the most penalties in the league? That just usurps everything that they did all year, and he's going to make it all about that for next year. I think I, I think some of it is damage control because, uh, like Clarence asked the question, and that's been a large talking point. Is that because he was asked post game, "Is this undisciplined team?" and he said, "No," because it is, and he got he got torched for that. So I think that's part of why he came out and said what he said. All right, let's look into the future uh, in terms of what fans are now thinking about Dak. Uh, maybe about it all. I mean, we can go right down the list. Uh, Let's do that. Again, not going to bury the team because you can't do that. They're going to gear it back up. The team will survive. They've got good pieces. They'll go to work and get busy with next year. But who's got the energy for that right now? Who does? Somebody's got to. Uh, Let's look ahead a little bit next on Media Mash. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. 
Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why SLR pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. All right, we just decided our first free agent uh, issue. Give the punter $100 million. <laughs> $100 million. Give Anger the biggest gonna need to commit that much, Steve. contract in punting history. But, uh, you know, the, the fact that nobody showed up. Nobody showed up. Nobody. I mean, we're talking about special players. Trayvon Diggs. Oh, what a season. Didn't do anything. Uh, Micah Parsons, who made a couple of plays, but didn't do anything special. Dak. Oh, Dak. 160 million. We all know the numbers. You 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 got it. Good for you. What'd you do? Nothing. Nothing special. Uh, running game. Not Pollard. Never got an opportunity. C.D. Lamb. Never got an opportunity. Nothing. Uh, Tyron, who's healthy and ready to go. What'd you do, Tyron? Nothing. None of them did anything in the biggest game of the year. So what do you do with that? If 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 you're a fan. And you've been through the wars, uh, or you look at Clarence's face, who's been through the wars for 25 years. Look at him. I mean, he's he's so exasperated he can't even see straight. And what do you do with that in terms of belief in Dak, in McCarthy, in any of them? What do you do? No, that's the most disheartening thing. I had an editor tell me er, earlier in my career that you know part of what you do when you cover sports is you try to sell hope. And there's been no time, obviously I haven't been covering the team as long as chill, but there's been no time in my life covering sports that I'm having a harder time doing that than right now. Because I don't know how you sell any hope off of this past season. The roster's not going to be better. You're probably going to lose your best assistant coach. Um, they're just, you're going to lose, the, they're just not going to bring back most of these players. Like, w- w- even if they go out and they start out and they, they can win their first seven games, like, why would you believe it's going to be? So I guess the only thing I would say is that I do feel confident Will McClay, and he has a big say in the personnel department. But even that, there's only so much you can do. This isn't a team that's going to spend money in free agency. So the, and you got the 24th pick in the draft. Like, who's really excited about that right now? Sorry, David Hellman. But like, it just there's just stuff <laughs> right. that like Nobody's draft, excited. draft right. show that's starts next week. That's what I'm saying, and yep. I and and, and, I, and I, that's why I, I feel for the fans. You're welcome, I, Dave. I, I just <laughs> starts I, next week. It's yeah. got to be hard for the fans to watch this, be going through this entire season, and think that. Oh yeah, no. Next year is going to be better. It's going to be. It's going to be much better. Like, how do you? How do you see that? McCarthy says it matter of factly. Oh yeah, we'll be better next well, year. Well, that's just false confidence. Well, absolutely, it is. He has but, to say that. But there's, there's nothing about. First of all, the Cowboys have not had back-to-back winning seasons since 06-07. Okay, last time they've been back-to-back playoff seasons. So Mike did it eight times in Green Bay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle to McCarthy. That, that is a fact. Oh, it was told to us yesterday. That's <laughs> yeah. why I brought it up. Yeah. But but I'm just saying, though, that in, and you look at this team, we, you, you talked about losing assistant coaches, and you talk about losing players, and they have decisions to make on players. Uh, they're not sweeping the NFC East again. The schedule is tougher. You know, they play Cincinnati. They play Tennessee. They play uh, – Tampa. Green Bay. They play Tampa. They play the Rams. I mean, win, I win, <laughs> win. It's like every team left in the playoffs right now. <laughs> you know, oh. it's going to be a t- much tougher schedule. You have proof shown that you cannot beat these teams. Chill, you do don't you, show up for these teams. Sitting here right now, where where, where are you going to get the energy from? To I don't do know. This I again? Mean, like, how do you go to training <laughs> Five camp? Hour. It's, Five like, hour it's like going to training camp. And what's the hope going to training camp? None. What makes you feel, yeah. you know, it's like you, you, you start. I'm like, because no, the season – Next year won't start if they make the playoffs until they make the playoffs. Because if you don't make, if you don't win the playoffs, none of it matters. This is the disconnect. McCarthy is thinking, I went twelve and five. Mm. I am building a team. Right. Nobody else in North Texas is feeling that way. No, not when that, you play like you did Sunday. That's I'm right. Sorry. It's not that you lost. It's the way you lost. Because no, you picked absolutely. the 49ers but yeah. to win that game, but it's yeah. the way they lost. So, and, so and, what's going to happen is you guys are going to gear it up. Like I said, here comes free agency. Here comes the yeah, draft. Here comes that, off though, season. And, and let's say they go eleven in what. 
is it now? 11 and 6 next year, and it's a good football team, and they win the division again. None of it matters until they play that first playoff no, game. You show up in that playoff and, game. And why yeah. would anybody believe with this head coach, with this quarterback, with this entire team, that it would be any damn yeah, different? And my thing is, like, you brought up Romo, and, and, and the problem with the Cowboys is that they don't know how to win. They don't know what it takes to win. Showing up and being coming to practice and, and, and doing the offseason workouts, that's not winning. That's what McCarthy was hired for. Okay, I'm just saying, that, that's not winning, okay? The state program and brotherhood, that's not winning. That's right. You can okay? love each other. You can talk all, all that stuff. That, none of that, <laughs> you can hate each other and win. Yeah, none, none of that is winning, you know? And you have to show up when it matters most. You have to make the players crucial time. Do these guys have that in them? Do they know how to do that? They have not shown the ability to do that. Uh, this is a new generation of that. That's my whole point. Mm, See, it's who, a new generation, but it's a new generation who, that lives on social media. Who and just believes look at some of their Dak? posts. The fans are letting them hear it, believe me. Who believes in Dak right now? Nobody's a bigger Dak fan than me. I thought I, I was fooled. I thought this was going to be a magic run by Dak. Yeah. In fact, I was so excited with 242 to go in the game. I love the brilliant drama right. of it. I'm going, oh, this is great. My wife is going, have you been watching the whole? I don't care. It's right now. Yeah. He can take him down and win the game and change everything. And he failed Miserable. I wouldn't yeah. say that that makes me not believe in him. I, I mean, it just kind of puts him where I think a lot of us thought he was. Like, he's not in that, like, maybe top five category, but he's right there with, I mean, there's so many other teams that are in that same boat. Well, then why has he got number two money? Okay. Well, I'm saying, Let's I'm, go back to that discussion. I'm saying, because that's the price. Yeah, because I'm talking even those guys he's in the class the with, that's the type of money. All right, let's, let's look what's going across the league. Matt Stafford didn't have any problem with that first playoff game. Joe Burrow, well, he's had a lot of pl- Joe Burrow didn't Stop. have any problem. Matthew Stafford's had a lot of Josh problems. Josh Allen didn't have any problem. Right. Okay. See, Matthew so Stafford's so a bad Matt, one to Matt, bring in there. Matt Stafford's one of the many prayer playoff games as Dak. Let's see what he does in week two. Okay, yeah. and he threw 17 passes. He wasn't asked to play well. He didn't have to because the team. You're missing I the point. No, Joe I'm Burrow not thing. The, the, point. the point is the excitement in the city. Joe okay, Burrow right now t- is the man in Cincinnati. <laughs> he is the man. And, and if he loses the next yeah, game, Dak was like that at, at that age too. Like it's I mean, it's, I teams mean, will adjust to Joe Burrow, and he'll have to adjust uh, back to them. Like so was Tony of, Romo the first few years. The yeah. point is, we're six years down the road, and now we're going. Wait a minute. Wait, do we have the exact same player we had in Romo here? No, but now? you don't have any other options. Well, though. Romo, what are you, there's Romo, no other options. This is your I, guy. I'm not taking anything off of Dak because look, he has to play better. He knows that. But Romo, you mentioned that stretch Romo was in, and there was a period where Romo was trying to do it by himself. And I'm not saying that's Dak, a narrative that grew that I firmly disagree with. But a, go ahead. I don't think that's a narrative when they're some of they the, made it all Romo friendly. Remember yeah. now, if they failed, that was their mission. <laughs> <laughs> the offensive line was not anywhere close to the offensive line that he had when his back went out on him and his career ended. I think the offensive line was fine with Gerard, who was a pro bowler. Leonard Davis was a pro bowler. Uh, you still had Flozell, who was very capable. You had Kozar, who came in from Detroit, who was that, very that's, capable. That's like 07, 08, 09. I'm talking about 12, 13. That was his window. That's yeah. when they were thirteen and three. Yeah, and that's when you know that that's that was you know that was the window that that you got to do it. But I'm saying the team that they built for him, we even bringing in Zeke in 2014, that was his best chance, and his health went out on him. That was his best chance because he was now a much more capable quarterback. He was complete command of the offense. Right. He'd been in it for 10 years, all of that. Yes. I'm don't, saying, don't you think Dak will get to that level? I, I don't know. Okay, I'm saying <laughs> I, I think know. he can. I still think he can, but I think he has to be better. Well, they have to do things schematically to help him. If you watch Kurt Warner's video – that brought some insight from the a third party perspective on what they can do to help him, and they need he needs help around him. They, I said I mean, the it. I said offensive line was not good. Uh, yes, I said it leading up. They didn't have a running game with any consistency that was going to hurt you in the playoffs. There's that up front. There was some dis- disconnect in the passing game. Obviously, that's partly on Dak, but not everything around him was not nearly as stable as it was in 2016 when he was a rookie, and yet I'm now thinking that might have been a better team because they had that dominant offensive All right, let, let me this, let me slow your roll just for a second, Rob, and remind you that they scored more points than anybody else in the league, yeah, but that's the and they were the number one offense in the whole freaking league. Ske- skewed by some 50-point games against some bad teams, and but if you go that. down but the if last you're gonna, If you're going to write a narrative that we look back on 10 years later, like everybody did with Romo, and I lived it 
it. I saw every second didn't agree with any of it. They built a team around Romo that should have won more, and Romo failed, period. But now, let's not do that. This offense was dynamic. This offense scored points. Kellen Moore, the the wonder kid. Uh, and now we're going to say, oh, they just don't have enough around him. Amari's making $100 million a year. No one, no CD's one said a first-round draft pick. <laughs> they, I mean, if you want to now say Tyron's done and, and, and Zach is on the way down, okay, that's fair. But, but these guys are pro bowlers in front of him. Come on, man. He's got to make better decisions Tyron, when it matters. Tyron, I, I, I know. Tyron did not. Listen. That's no, part of it. That, that's that's part of it. But he got that, hit 14 that, times that in the game and sacked five better. times. There's no question about that. It's on deck. He's the quarterback. But to say that he had pro bowlers in front of him, that's not true. Tyron Smith was not a pro I bowl think we know. Player. Yeah, you okay, know that so that's, now. That's, yeah. We know that's not true. It's they, been, had one, yeah. they had one pro bowler in front of him. Okay. okay. The, the running game was a shell of its former self. Let's just be honest about that. They had no running game. It would be nice to know how many touches did Pollard have. No, and that's a problem. Okay, whatever, that, that, that's, that's something they have, that's something they have to no, look at. No, it's not. No, but but, yeah. but at the end of the day, you have to find a way to win. I go back to Romo. We we always come back to Romo. In 2006, you dropped a snap. Okay, that's your moment. That team's going to, Chicago, to play Chicago next, and yeah, who knows yeah, where that's that, going. That, that, that's, that's your moment. You have to show up when it's your moment. We go back to the 90s Cowboys. They A year early, they showed up. They were not scared of the moment. These Cowboys have not, and that includes Dak, and as I said, they don't know how to win. They don't show up in the moment. Michael Irvin is getting peppered by Stephen A. Monday. Okay, poor Michael. He is getting peppered, and Michael well, it's was Michael's so, fault. But wait, you're right. He, 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 he's he's now in that chair where he's got to do that. Who are you for watching that? Well, yeah, why are you sorry. watching that? I, 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 <laughs> I, I watch most stuff except Skip Bayless. I'll never watch that. But uh, Michael was genius. Michael looked Stephen A. right in the eye and shut him up with one paragraph. He said. These star cowboys need to show up and play. I did it. Aikman did it. Emmett did it. The stars need to show up and play. That's all. That's it. That's it. And it's perfect to say off of that game because none of them did. None of them did. And that's what I'm saying. They didn't show. We talked with Jerry said they didn't show. I'm, I'm saying they did not play their best football. When it mattered most, they yeah, didn't show no, up. So, so and, again, when, and when none of them show up, it's one thing if like just a couple guys in, but when none of them do, it's hard to just say it's just on the players. Like there's got to be more to that. I don't care. It could be the organization. Again, or it, it goes back to the, the coaching. The, again, well, the fact that CD what, had one catch is not CD's fault. Well, he dropped one too. <laughs> yeah. But the yes, fact that, but right. the fact that the, the head coach said they were nervous to start the game and did nothing. Just let them go out there. Just, okay, guys. Should have had the water bellies in his trunk. I mean, You're right. Walmart is right there. Should have had. Just, <laughs> just, just, hey, just, fellas, quick water melon session. We're doing we all. got this. We got this. <laughs> Hold on. We're not going out for the national anthem. We'll, we'll buy some time. Get what the watermelon. What, what should he have done, Chill? I don't know, but I would have shook the walls in that room. Wake the hell up. Yeah. Call <laughs> them together. I can't use the F word, but goodness gracious. Slap them. You can't the internet. If, if you see it. Culinarians and just start slapping them. If you see it. 50K. I mean, the point no is, kidding. he said he saw it. He saw it. He's the head coach, and he saw yeah. it. Yeah, it's not good. Not yeah. good at all. I'm wondering what he saw, though. What 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 was the? I mean, how do you tell somebody? Because John's yeah, I, right. Watching that 49ers video, I'm not saying oh, I'm not, oh, yeah. they're they're loose. Yeah, that does nothing necessarily. I I don't know. No, I mean, you know what it probably I'm is. Curious. You know what it probably is because you walk in that locker room all the time. You know how, how many regular season games you walk in there, and I bet you it was real quiet. And I bet you he walked in there, and there's been plenty of times where it's been rocking in there, and he's like, you know, he had a good feeling about it. And he walked in there, and it was probably extremely quiet, and he could just tell on the look on, on everyone's faces, like, well, this is a big moment. Like, this, mm. this right. is Right, and he this did nothing. He didn't speak to the moment. He didn't step into the moment to do something to give his team an edge. I just don't think that's his style, though, but, Joe. But, 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 we yeah, got two-year okay, two sample size. I but, don't but, see but, that being him. But the other thing is, and just like, you know, I go back to the Dak comments after the game, the pressure got to them. Yeah. For sure. The pressure got to them before. Well, why the, the does it always the happen of here? The moment got to them. <laughs> it goes, it's like after the it's game. It's been two that, decades of it. Anybody who the, puts the uniform the, on here, the pressure the, gets to the them. The normality of the moment got to them. They may have been better starting off on the road. I don't know, but the pressure got to them. I tell you this, Dak. God love him. 
Uh, yeah, first of all, I want to say this. <laughs> when you start a sentence like that, yeah, you know something well, bad's coming. Then there's hey, a but. I want to say this. I, you know, I, I loved Tony Romo. I don't know why you couldn't if you're watching that team all his years. Okay, But Tony became what Tony is. Does anybody else see the irony of him calling the game and he's yucking it up? about Dak not getting the job done? I mean, he's being a comedian up there in the booth while the Cowboys are imploding. And, and I'm sitting there, the irony is just killing me. I mean, Was and, he? Because I, I didn't I didn't watch the, yeah. the, the no, volume. We there, were, there were a few oh, things. Oh, okay. he, was, he okay. was just cracking funny. But, but Dak says, hey, I know what we have in this room. We're not worried about it. We don't care what's going on outside these walls. We know what we have in here. Dak, that's what you have in there? What we saw? Against a team that you're home and favored against? Yeah. That's what you have in that locker room? Man, we believe you. We've been with you. But you got to show better than that. Yeah. And now... I don't know how you can believe in what Dak says. And you know what makes it worse, Steve, is that there were times towards the back end of the season where he was being asked about some of this stuff, and he got defensive. And he said some things like, uh, yeah, I know there's people jumping off the bandwagon, but we don't care because we know what we have in here. So it's like this isn't just after that playoff game. This has been going on through the back end of the season when they started struggling right at the Denver game. And so that's why you have this large sample size to where I don't care who they open with next year. I don't care what they do. There's no way that anybody is going to buy into any of this until it's literally 365 days from now. No, it, and that's a long it's, time. It's the week of the next playoff game. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. And, and, but, and Cowboys fans should be very pumped up for that week and very excited, but why? Yeah. I'm sitting there thinking you're going to go through that. Jerry's going to have 150,000 people at the stadium. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a Cowboys I mean, if you, if you want to, you're talking about selling hope. Yeah, 50,000 Niners fans in there if you want yeah. <laughs> If you want to sell hope, is that I do think, unless the rest of the East gets vastly better, if Russell Wilson winds up going to the Giants or something, well, well. then they ought to win the division again. Yeah, but that, on doesn't, paper. Matter. Yeah, on that paper. doesn't matter, though, because but, but nobody when, cares about that But now. you got and, and I'm saying they could get back to that right. point. Yeah. But this, to your point, schedule's going to be tougher. It's tougher than it ever is now, because now you get the 17th game against Joe Burrow Right. And the Bengals, that's no fun. Well, so, the and, then, question, and so then, when you get once you get back to that stage, then it's what do you? That's do? true. I yes. mean, you, you got to go through the process. <laughs> I mean, it's going to start over. You're going to ramp it up. You're going to the whole bit, and we get that year after year after year. But I mean, sometimes you got to pause and ask the big questions. And in about 2012, the question became to some of us: Is Romo the right guy? And here we are again. It's a fair question. You gave all that money to Dak. Is he the right guy? And they're not asking that question in Cincinnati right now. Uh, there are other. They're yeah, not but asking that. There's just so few and far between, Steve. This isn't like replacing one of us, where you can just go get another guy that follows the Cowboys. Like no offense to us, but, but we're talking about winning though. But, the show, though. I'm not I, talking about that, just there's just not that many guys out there that well, do that. The there's not that many guys that are good quarterbacks anyway. out there. There's very it's, few. It's, you even, don't just get rid of Romo. And that, and, I mean, the fact that they did that and got Dak is amazing. Even even yes. look even, how long did it take Cincinnati to get Joe Burrow? You want to go through all of that to get Joey B? Well, you just get him in the with the first pick of the draft. And hey, I'm talking. I'm talking since and Preston. And hey. You know so what? you have 30 years of not doing anything. <laughs> the have Rams, by the way, the Rams are dangerous. They might go to the Super Bowl. Who knows? But Clarence brought it up with Stafford, and Stafford has not been great down the stretch. And even as far as like a week or two ago, it was like, oh, he's just the same guy he was in Detroit. So, but I at would, least he won a playoff game. I, I hear you. The Cowboys are home, so what can you say? I got you. I hear you on that. Dak won a playoff game, too, just not this year. Yeah, his rookie year he did. No, no it was the, not his rookie that's year. That's right, 2018. 2018, yeah, beat Seattle. He beat Seattle, beat Russell Wilson. Right, right. Okay, so. And then, yeah, and then the Rams. No, that's a good, and that's a good one that Chill brings up. I mean, you'd think for the longest time that, oh, you got Russell Wilson, you're good. Do you think Seattle right now is thinking like, oh, we got a lot of stuff we got to do, but we're good because we have Russ? Now, are you really still feeling that way about him? Yeah, it's it's, but he's already won a Super Bowl and been to two. He yeah, but do you Super think that, that matters right he, now, though? He won a Super sure Bowl when, when the defense was the best part of the team. Sure. See, I know we don't like to let the details get in. He did not lead their team to the Super Bowl, but he got a Super Bowl in his resume. He's the quarterback, and he won the Super Bowl. I know, chill. I that, know, but, that, but that's but, the end of the discussion but, but, to me. But we all, but and since. The defense not been the top defense in the league. He's led them to nowhere, that, and that kind of goes back and to my point. Since he's been about paid, it. he's led them to nowhere. I get all I'm that. Just, I mean, so, I, I that's get part all of it. Though. It is. It, he, he does need help. He got a Super Bowl championship. He needs. He needs to be better. Weak. He needs to be better. But he does need help. Just like everybody loves Dak. Yes. Why would you not? He's very much like Tony. Very likable. He's the right kind of guy. All that. All that. But 
six years now, you're wondering, oh, get back in this situation. What's that going to do? Oh, there's no question. What's, what's yeah. he going to do? He has no, to I show mean, that you're going to build it all around it, him? It, you're it, gonna... it starts with the quarterback. He has to play his best football when it matters most. And, and, and the line wasn't good at times, but there were plays he was inaccurate at times. There were plays that he left out there on the field. And, you know, and I'm not even talking about that the decision at the end. So, yes, he has to be better. There's no question. That's where the hope is. The hope yeah. is still got to be with that. I agree. Oh, yeah. you I could, agree. I mean, I'm telling you right now, if they lose that game, and but he threw four touchdowns in like 350 yards, but it was just like the defense sucked. Right. And, and totally they were just, different And deal. they kept fumbling. You'd have that because that is the biggest piece that you could have. But for him to play like that, like we go back to that two minutes and whatever, 45 seconds, for not to execute in that situation, get 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 seven there is just, man. The well, whole... it's just the difference. Uh, and who knows what the difference is, okay? We, we've been in these discussions. What What makes Mahomes? Mahomes. All right, what is it about that cat that if he's got 242 to go and three timeouts and the two-minute warning and all he needs is a touchdown, he's going to do it too quick. Now yeah. you're going to worry I think about he's his also defense. also lockstep with his, with his coach. I think they're perfect fits for each see, other. See, what is it about those? See, we, we just keep around here. We hoped Romo was that. We now hope Dak is that. Well, there's only one Mahomes. Well, yeah, exactly. Name other guys. Josh Allen. In Buffalo. Well, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know he what hasn't Josh done anything yet do. either, and we don't know what he would do if he was playing for the Cowboys compared to playing for the Bills. Well, you could just put this, just this thing on you behind you, this star on him. Seven straight possessions against Belichick in the first playoff game. Okay, that's enough for me right now. But that's Buffalo, man. I mean, it's just different when you're the Cowboys that, quarterback. But let's, not, let's not act like wild card playoff wins means you've made it. We still cannot okay. do that. I and also, winning saying. in Buffalo and, and, and is not the same as here. It's just not. Just because he lost this game doesn't mean he will next year in the same situation. I'll bet, I'll bet, I'll bet there's got to be growth, and that's where the hope saying, is. Without like, question, because it's a quarterback's yeah. league. Look at the playoff but, field. Except for Jimmy G, everybody that's left is a, you could say yeah. is a franchise yeah, quarterback. Jimmy, Jimmy G won a playoff game. He he sucked for most. But of you're like Jerry Clarence. You're not getting any younger. I understand that, but there's only there's only three of them that are proven. That's Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Patrick Mahomes. Everybody else has to. And even with all of them, Kyler Murray is in the kind of. And even with all of them, you still don't know what they would do as the Cowboys' quarterback. There's clearly a different pressure on you because of a lot of the things you mentioned. A lot of the guys have come before and didn't get the job done, and just the magnitude of how many you know fans they have. Just the polarization of this. Troy was talking about the other day on the radio about how you know whether you're good or bad. You're always one of the top stories. Like you have all these endorsement deals. Everybody comes after you. Like doing it with the Bengals and the Bills is not the same. Like, do I think Joe Burrow would be good here? Do I think Josh Allen would be good here? Absolutely. But I don't know that they would have any better results than what Dax had recently. I don't. And I I love Aikman's comments this week, by the way. Uh, Troy, by the way, Troy Aikman, this is a dude who was the first pick in the draft, almost got killed his rookie year, and won three Super Bowls. Whatever that dude wants to say, he's allowed to say. And, And what he said about the simplicity of the game. Uh, hey, uh, you may want to give C.D. Lamb the ball more than twice. But it was That's interesting, too, is simple. that he was not also pointing to the Cowboys. He was mentioning about it's a league thing, too. Just ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I mean, it goes back to, you know, McCarthy talks every week. We like ball distribution. Forget ball yeah, distribution. That's, right. That's a good point. That Let your stars point. beat people. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it makes no sense that you want to get – Hey, hey, no, hey, no. hey, you want to do ball distribution? Um, I got news for you guys. Um, that team that they just played is real happy that Cedric Wilson and Dalton Schultz got all the touches yes. and all the targets. They, hey, guys, it's it's what they wanted you to do. Yeah. Yes. You I mean, played right into their hand. And that's what McCarthy, oh, this is a quarterback-friendly offense, and that's about, about the quarterback. Well, you help the quarterback by getting the ball in the hands of your player. One of you guys said something genius last week that I no completely way. bought into. No I, I, it was either it was either you or you, I think, that said that Dan Quinn will not let this team get punked. And when Debo Samuel tells his coach, "Get me the ball." on this first play well, and he scores a freaking touchdown that's getting punked some of this philosophy it goes back to Jason Garrett There's talked about so much the guy could do I didn't I didn't see Dan Quinn down there with a helmet on for that Jason, play, no but he's your star defense then there's a lot no, of plays it, no but it, it, that's 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 on DeMarcus Lawrence and those guys that are on the field that's not on Dan Quinn and again you can no but the comment that was, was made that, that was he a, would not allow that them to get sudden, punked that was a sudden change situation he cut back because I, I watched it the other day and, and Micah got cut off and he cut back and, and that's fine but 
the defense played no. well enough. Especially after the way they started. I don't started. think they did. I think San Francisco ran over them. Well, okay. they fine. run they over everybody. But, but okay. they, scored, they got I'm the ball with, back to the offense twice. They were a more team. And they got the, the, all that's true, but at the end of the day, they got the ball back to the offense with a chance to win in the fourth quarter. And twice. the Cowboys didn't sack anybody. They should have hammered Garoppolo and made it tougher for him. They had an interception. But, that they um, all right, let's continue. Points. Hey, rookie, would you come in here and fix my headset? I think I broke it. <laughs> uh, we got one more session uh, to mash it up here on Media Mash. Who knows where we're going next? Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. We're turning your living room into your office and your gym. We're teaching Grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Name of the show is Media Mash. It is the season finale as we bury the season. We got Mashota here, Chill here, Rob Phillips here. I'm Steve Dennis. Uh, I don't know. We got about uh, 12 more minutes. Uh, here's what I say, and then I'll just hush. Pay the punter whatever he wants. Really? Let Amari go. Keep Gallup and Cedric, uh, and keep Randy Gregory. After that, do whatever you want. Why let Amari go? I thought you weren't trying to do free agency. No, that's that's. I'm just. I just wanted to throw that out there. Now I got it off my chest, and whatever they do, they do. I I just don't know how you're better without. I don't know how Dak's better without Amari. Yeah. Well, Well, because he cost way too much money, (laughs) and you can save a lot of money. And Cedric and Gallup and CD are fine by me. They're fine with Malik Turner too. By the way, okay, they're fine. They're fine by you, but they're not better. And and we just got done talking the last segment about Dak and being making the offense Dak friendly. I just don't know how he he's better off without Amari. But you do bring up a good point. The, the money is a lot. When Amari shows up, he's really good. Yeah. Is it that, or is he not being featured like he should be? Uh, or is it both to you? Uh, I think it's. I think we've seen that characteristic from Amari with a couple of different coordinators. Okay, I, I'm just going off of what – and Troy made some great points on local radio, but I think that he's referring to CeeDee Lamb, but it also goes for Amari Cooper. There's single coverage for Amari Cooper on the outside – Go to John was saying this weeks ago. Like, there's got to be a go-to guy. And this is what I was trying to say before the break is this goes back to Jason Garrett's time here where it's we're going to take what the defense gives us and all that. Instead of – and everybody's counter, and rightfully so, is Cooper Cup. It's about Cup. ball distribution. Yeah, it's the counter is Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams and Jamar Chase and all that where oh, just find a way because this guy is really good. Well, Which you don't have to do every game, but in like that would have really helped – in that game. Well, one of the things yeah, one of the things that that Romo it, yeah. matured into was a quarterback that did all that himself. When he knew it was time to go to Dez, he went to Dez no matter what the play call was. Dak needs that freedom. When did you think that happened for him though? Uh, well, it was like around what year? 11. 
Okay. So like 11, 12 in there. And, I just and got here in like 11, so that's it's, why I'm, It's yeah. after six, five seasons maybe. It yeah. depends on the coach and the coordinator. But right now, Kellen doesn't give Dak that freedom, and he should. Uh, Dak's smart enough to know, i got to get the ball to CD and Amari here. And and th- there's got to be. he got to get the ball to Dalton Schultz, the number one tight in the league. He's not bad. Now you can let him go though if you want to. I mean, that's another guy. It'd be where it's nice like, can to you keep pay him. that. Yeah, be I mean, nice to keep yeah, him. But yeah. uh, but no, I would I would sacrifice Amari because of the money. I, Cedric and Gallup and CD to me make up a nice trio. Probably draft somebody. Uh, draft some a young player. To, and Malik will probably be here, uh, who I think is a good young possibility. Um, Amari's a little top heavy for the production. That simple. The problem with the you say top end for the production because as we talked about ball distribution, why would you pay a guy twenty million dollars and not make a point to make him a focal part of your offense? We've been discussing that for decades. So is that I mean that's that's not on a And you know why it never happened with Dez? Because he had a big mouth. You know why it never happened with T.O.? Because he had a big mouth. They were prima donnas who demanded the football. Amari plays chess. I don't it doesn't I don't need to (laughs) I don't need to demand the football. My money demands the football. You're getting – we talk about salary cap, how important you are. You're paying a guy $20 million a year. That says get him the ball. He's important to what you do. You're That's right. That's why we pay him. I don't need to scream. My money is screaming it. No, but it, but Jerry, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't it does work, that, work way. that way. That's why Dez was always in, in Romo's face, to make sure that okay, he's and, getting the football. at the end of the day, it didn't win nothing. I'm just saying – <laughs> I mean, I mean, but you're just specifically talking about that aspect of it, well, though. Well, we're talking about the aspect Amari of cannot goodness. let them let him disappear in a football game. Can't. That's what wide receivers do. You think Jamar Chase is going to let Burrow forget about him? Well, he did speak up down the stretch in a very, in a very diplomatic way. Times. He needs yes. to do it on the field. Well, yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how. Corners, man. I don't know how you look at the the drop in production down the stretch and say, "Well, let's take Amari off this offense." Now we'll be better. Well, CD Lamb needs to become a hundred and thirty catch guy. He needs Rob. to be Michael Thomas. Rob, when you say that, all it made me think of is like they they cut him, and then it's just like 2018, where it's just like we're at the we're at the trade deadline, and it's like oh, they're trading a first round pick from another receiver because it it wasn't what we thought. Yeah, it was when they be. went into 18, well, this is different now. You do have Ceedee Lamb, but in 18, they didn't have a number right. one receiver. They had three number three receivers, basically. Yeah. yeah. I guess I can't bring up Calvin Ridley now because he disappeared this year with some issues. So you but. think CD could be the lead guy to be Cooper Cup? He should catch the ball 120 times like Michael Thomas did. Or will, still, maybe, for New Orleans. Who knows what he's doing. I agree with you that they've got to create some money somewhere. Or just have to just try to skate by what and resign who they can. Your options are Demarcus Lawrence, Zeke, or Amari. What are your other options in creating money? Oh, I don't think you can create any money off Zeke this year. I think you have to wait till another year. Another year, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. restructure Lawrence and, do all and that Amari. Stuff. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you're that, right. I another mean, year on Zeke, still, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is okay because I think Zeke Pollard in a in a newcomer. How do you, well, real quick on this because you are an Ohio State guy. That's my running back. How do you feel about finding out yesterday that he had that PCL injury in Week Four against Carolina? Well, I just think he's a ridiculous warrior. I've been saying that all along. Now, whether that helps the team or not, yeah. uh, I think that Zeke refused to leave the field because he he does sort of set a tone in that regard. There are other guys on this team, <clears throat> Amari, who don't have that kind of an attitude. Zeke has that attitude. I'm not coming off the field. Now, whether that's effective or not, discuss but that's the kind of warrior he is. I think the discussion is, I think I looked it up, Tony Pollard played 30% of the snaps, and they told us in camp, they intimated it would be higher than that yeah. this year to save Zeke for the playoffs, and they didn't They didn't do it. Last and, week when we did it, remember, I was like, man, I just want to see them do something like maybe they're on the field at the same time. Well, I, mean, I don't that's, know if there was one play see, where that see, happened. See, that's the answer, because I think part of it is, well, Zeke's a great pass block, and you see something, Dak's getting just right. running for his life, like, okay, it helps to have Zeke in there, but what about both of them together? They could have done some of that. Let's ask this. Chill, are you still with us? Yeah. Uh, Do you think Pollard (laughs) next year can be your main running back? Pollard is the guy. Pollard is going to be your 1,000-yard rusher. He's going to be a three-down back. Do you think he's that guy? Do I think the Cowboys are going to make him? No, I'm asking you if you think (laughs) he can be that guy. It it doesn't matter what I think. Zeke's 
under Boy, contract. Zeke's, yeah, Can Zeke's we back. just stop down right there That's and call first. it a season? That's a first. <laughs> I'm just saying, though. Kenny, yes. Will he? No. It doesn't matter what I think. Thank Good night, everybody. Well it, well, it doesn't matter because you know what's going to happen. Zeke's going to be the starter. I just feel like you can get them both out there. Yeah, you you got, there's got to be ways to use both of them. You mean creativity? I mean, yes, that's a good word. Well, we saw okay. some just, of it. We saw some of it no, this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, we saw we saw guard. You know, and then in, in the, the biggest game of the year, he decides the best thing to do with Pollard is not give him I the ball. I don't get they it. They said they didn't have an opportunity. Say it was because of the penalties. Whatever. Yeah. Mike didn't really answer the question. Really, he said well, he, he said I've only spoken to Kellen for like 15 minutes. Yeah, but he, he, he was about the last play. Yeah. I'll just, I don't know. I'll say this. It was a weird game. With the Let, Let's talk about the fans real quick, shall we? And, Mishota, you tweeted it, and when I read your tweet, I completely agreed with you. I, I've been around this team for 24 seasons now, and I have never felt this way. That when that game ended, I felt bad for one group, Cowboys fans. That you said they deserve better in your tweet, and I completely agree with you. That It, it is, man... I don't know how you're a Cowboys fan right now. I just don't. Now, the Georgia Bulldogs have been waiting a hell of a long time to have what happened to them. 40 years. So, so it's not easy. We all know that. There My Buckeyes called, there did it. There were things called Clemsoning for a long time. Your Longhorns <laughs> did it. So at some point, it's got to be Cowboys fans' turn again. Hey, the Aggies right. punch me in the face every year. Yeah, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm number been, one recruiting class. Here they come, so, baby. So. Here they so, come. Stop it's right. Stop you joking. better get a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. better get a quarterback. Yeah. But uh, – I, I don't know what Cowboys fans do. Can we, uh, all of you listening, uh, I mean, I, I just felt so sorry for you. I've never felt that way, really, where I'm going, God, they deserve better than this. Don't show what you have this season. Oh, this quarterback. Oh, the Mike. Oh, and then do that. The funniest part is that, and I hear this from Cowboys fans, that they'll be like, They'll hear from their friends or other people that, like, they're bandwagon fans. And their response is, what's the bandwagon? Like, they're not, like, you know you, you know how, like, if you went to the AAC when the Mavs are playing, like, the Warriors, like, there's going to be a ton of Warriors fans there. They've had, like, a dynasty run. You can get, you can understand that. Like, and obviously the Cowboys had that in the 90s. So you have some older fans that yeah. go back. But there's so many young fans that are just like, you think I'm jumping on the bandwagon? Yes. The bandwagon of what? I'm suffering through absolute mediocrity. For the two decades I've been paying attention. What do you do, Chill? What's your message to the Cowboys Nation? I, listen, I, I don't know because I, I know just talking to people and watching all the memes. and You know, this would hit harder. This, this hurt more. You know, there were people on suicide wise. There are people who are giving up. You know, they're, they're, there's, again, I, I've said it. There are generations of Cowboy fans who know nothing about the Cowboys being winners. I mean, my kids have grown up. And all they've seen is mediocrity and heartache, you know, the, around here. They don't know anything about the five Super Bowls and the three Super Bowls. That might as well be Greek mythology. This is all they know. This is what they see from this Cowboys team. And they hear from the older people about the greatness of the Cowboys. And, and certainly you see the they're always on TV and they're – uh, you know, the merchandise and all that other stuff, but it means nothing. My daughter laughed. My 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 sixteen year old just laughed. They lost again? What'd you expect? My daughter on we're watching a football game with her friend Lexi and their college students and together again, hanging out all through Christmas. And we're watching a game and Aikman's in the booth. And both of them go, uh, Katie says to me, "Who is Aikman again? Mm-hmm. He was he was what was he? Was he like a wide receiver <laughs> for the Cowboys?" And I said, "Really? You're both born and raised in Dallas, Texas, and you're both 19 and don't know what Troy Aikman was." Right. And they go, "No, not really. I know he was something." And then I go, "Well, what was Romo?" Katie, and she knows Tony. She wore his jersey for a Christmas card when she was six. Um, but that's just amazing. They, they're born and raised here. So yeah. 2002, is that the year they were born? Yeah. So, yeah. So no knowledge of and, the and, great And we're dynasty. getting to a level now where it's like that's the majority of players on the roster. Yeah. You know, are of that age group that they weren't around. Like, I don't, it cracks me up when, like, on these draft calls when we get some of these guys in the conference call right after they were drafted and they're always being asked about, like, you know, you know, what about the 90s? Cowboys? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen some stuff on YouTube or whatever. It's like, you don't know. Probably fans of Dez. 
Des is probably the most recent guy they identified. I, I can, the I can say this. I just, I just recently turned 40, and they were the 90s Cowboys is the first team that like I knew of that was like a dynasty thing. Yeah. I mean, that, that goes back away. Well, I, I think the Cowboys fans do take some solace in the fact that the rest of the division's not doing anything. That's what, yeah. The Eagles, Redskins, and Giants suck worse. Uh, you can get back to this stage next year, and and then you just can't. and then and just then, and then what? You're gonna have to take a yeah. humble approach and don't get too fired up, <laughs> and and just expect the worst, and maybe you'll be surprised. Is that the attitude, Rob? Wow. Is that? that I, I, I that just, just don't know. That just sold some season tickets right there. <laughs> oh, it's just tough. But we've been there. I'm a passionate Buckeye. I waited my whole life for 2002. He's a passionate Longhorn. That's the line from Vince Vaughn and Dodgeballs. I feel like if you have a goal, then you might not reach it. So if I don't have any goals, then (laughs) you are never disappointed. Don't don't worry about it. Um, All right, guys, uh, that'll wrap it up. Thanks so much for being here this year on Media Match. I want to thank Slater and Jory as well uh, for a fun year discussing the Cowboys. Uh, Man, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for letting me talk Cowboys with you. Thanks to Derek Eagleton for letting me be involved. Chris Beam, rookie, for coming up with the idea. Thanks, rookie, uh, for what you do. Uh, Hang in there, Cowboys fans. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I'm getting too old. Chill's getting too old. I mean, you know. Look at that gray in his beard. I'd like to give better advice, but I just. You know what? It was a time when I used to try to diet, but I just said forget it. You did? Let it go. Let it go. (laughs) Did you really? A couple years ago, I was Didn't dying. know that. I used to die for TV appearances. Not like Michael. You know, Michael dies. Every Clarence time. had one year, too, where all of a sudden he completely lost his belly. Hey. Yeah, one year it just do, disappeared. We go, do, chill, where'd your belly go? And then about eight months later, it was back. Where did it go? What and we all why, felt why, better. Why are we talking about my belly? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't <laughs> uh, all right, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Cowboys fans, hang in there. Bye now. Bye. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!